Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Spooky SLP Podcast. My name is Brad Hicks, and I will be your host. This is episode four, and tonight we've got two Sasquatch stories from uh, me and... Which, by the way, I've only told one other person this story. And uh, a a friend that wishes to remain anonymous. So, uh, let's get started with those two, and then we have... Another story, a short story from uh, Sandy Martinez again. And then we will be reading directly from Christopher O'Brien's book, The Mysterious Valley. Okay, the first story is Rio Grande Sasquatch by a friend of mine who chooses to remain anonymous. So I think it had to have been like the fall of 2004 in October, November. I was at work. I went outside to go smoke a cigarette and I couldn't, I couldn't see both banks of the river and I know the Rio Grande River in the middle. It was a little foggy out, but not bad. I looked over towards the river and saw something come up the bank and walk north along the far bank. It was probably seven and a half to eight feet tall. I could only see the back of it. It had long, brownish hair all over its body and walked like a human, with longer arms that swayed at its sides when it walked, and it was had a very large stride. And I was the only one who saw it for just a few seconds. I have had several people ask if it was a bear. If you've ever seen a bear walk on its hind legs, it wobbles side to side and its head is the same or close to the same width as its shoulders, which she's correct on that. This was not a bear. Others have asked if it was an elk. Me, personally, I've never seen an elk walk on its hind legs. This had a distinct head and shoulders that leaned forward a bit with wider shoulders than the body, narrowed to what I would say was a waist. The only thing I feel it could have been, or what I saw in just those few seconds, was a Bigfoot. Back then, I'd talk to people that lived near the river, and they said they could hear strange noises at night. I never really heard any noise, and that morning, in fact, it was scary quiet. Okay, thank you for that submission, Uh, and here's my story. When I was a kid, probably 9 or 10, we went fishing at Plateau Reservoir. Uh, I didn't really want to fish, so I went wandering around Mixed Lake and the edge of Plateau. I climbed the hill near near, uh, Mixed Lake where there were tons of rocks. It looked like a rock slide. Good-sized rocks. I just started uh, throwing ones in I could manage to wing down into the water, like softball size maybe. I did that for what seemed like 15 minutes or so, when from a ways back behind me and over my head a massive boulder hit the water. And I'm talking like a couple hundred pounds at least. Uh, I sat there looking at the ripples. I didn't want to turn around and frankly I was probably in a bit of shock. By the time I could turn and look, I didn't want to. I just sucked up the courage and started throwing rocks again. Just told myself that was uh, that I was seeing things. Yeah, seeing a massive 200-pound boulder. A couple minutes later, another huge boulder. This time I immediately turned around. About 20 yards behind me in the tree line was a figure with a boulder over its head. Panic was setting in at that point. Brown, shaggy fur, easily eight foot tall. I turned around and saw the boulder and it flung it into the water. 
It was playing with me. It wanted to throw rocks with me into the water. I just stopped and stared. <laughs> Being a kid, still kind of in shock, I waved to it. And it half-assed waved back. And then turned back into the trees. We both left and I went and sat with my mom the rest of the day. I didn't feel like moving much after that. And like I said, I'd never told anybody that story before, so yeah, yeah, I'm a little iffy telling it now, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So, moving on to Sandy Martinez's story. Here we go. When my children were little, one day they were playing outside. It had to have been 1997, 2000, something like that or so. I heard, Mom, come here, look, look. I went outside to see what they were yelling about, and when they were looking up at the sky, all these silver things, they were so shiny, I couldn't even tell what their shape was. They would sit still and then zoom quickly up or to the side. They were so bright, it was like looking at a mirror directed toward the sun. I ran back inside to get my camera and came back out and took a couple of pictures. Just as I was taking them, this black helicopter came into view headed towards these things. I made mention of this and had a gentleman ask me if I wanted him to have it, my photograph evaluated for authenticity. Of course I did. I had nothing to hide and was excited to hear what they had to say about it. So I scanned it and sent it to him. Strange thing about it was, after not hearing back from him, I went to see the date on my email and everything had been completely erased from my email and computer. Easy for me to believe what we saw was real, and they sure didn't want us to know that or to share what we'd seen. No evidence on the email, but I still have the original photograph. We know what we were looking at, and so do they. Thanks again, Sandy, for a great story. That's, I always like a good UFO tale, too. I've seen a few of those myself. I may have to write those out. The one I really remember anyway. Okay, and the final story. I've been interested in what they call prairie dragons for a while. I'd heard about them years ago from an old friend of my mom's. And uh, the way he explained them to me, being native, he was saying that they were, and I'm, and I'm not sure I'm remembering this right, he was saying that they were spirits, spirits that ran across the prairie, sometimes in groups, sometimes by themselves, sometimes you'd see them, whatever. I don't know if they're spirits or not. I've never seen one. It'd be kind of neat to see them, but they, from the story he told, they're, you know, anywhere from two, three feet long. They're kind of translucent or misty, I guess you could say. Typical, like, spirit thing. Um, and they undulate as they move, like up and down, like a, like a, well, like a snake moves side to side, they're going up and down a few inches above the ground. And, uh, that, the gentleman who told us this story years ago, he passed away a long time ago. And, uh, I've always wanted to find more stories about these. Prairie dragons are the one of the few things that really fascinate me for some reason. So, uh, with his gracious permission, permission, Christopher O'Brien has allowed me to read directly from his book. Uh, this one concerns prairie dragons. And uh, it's called For the Ripley File. Here we go. One Baca couple has been reporting a perplexing phenomenon to me. 
dozens of times since October of 1993 they have seen two to three foot long creature darting around their yard. It appears to be partially translucent and tapered at both ends while opaque in the middle. It moves quickly. The couple's dog responds to it. It leaves no tracks and it seems to disappear into thin air. They made the decision to report it to me after an unexpected indoor sighting. Excuse me. Around 9.45 one evening. It had been seen entering the living room through the closed stereo cabinet doors, scampering silently across the floor to the other side of the room and out a spot on the wall six to eight inches above the floor, within inches of the couple's feet. The next morning they would let their dog out and he immediately ran to the outside wall where whatever it was had disappeared, dug up his bone and went to bury it somewhere else. The amazed witnesses, who requested to not to be named, said they both have seen the thing move through the dining room and out through the wall twice since January. To my knowledge, this was the first encounter with such a creature in the area, a notoriety they would rather have missed. Thank you, Mr. O'Brien, for letting me do that. Uh, it's going to be a short one tonight, guys. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to thank everybody who's been listening. I'm hoping to build the audience a little bit more. Um, so, if you listen to this, I will put a link up on Facebook or you can contact your friends and share it directly with them through Spotify or even Anchor. You can listen through Anchor as well. Anchor.fm But I want to thank everybody for listening. I will keep this up as much as I can. And right now I'm going to put out a call for more submissions. So, if you have a story you want to tell me you can either uh, contact me through messenger on Facebook or even Instagram um, my Instagram is uh, B.O. Samurai 2 pretty easy at B.O. Samurai 2 but contact me or contact me through there or you can send the story directly to me through email and my email is Spooky SLV podcast at gmail.com. Spooky SLV podcast, all one word, all lowercase. And uh, you can write it out and submit it to me there. You can let me know if you want author recognition or if you want to remain anonymous. I'll happily do either one. But um, just send in what you got. If you've got a story you think is worthy, if it's a true story or a supposedly true story, if it's a, uh, you know, ghost story or a Bigfoot story or a cryptid story like the prairie dragons or if it's, you know, UFO contact or if it's something scary, that'd be great. Or if in, even if you're an aspiring writer and you write horror stories or sci-fi stories, sci-fi horror or something like that, even maybe sci-fi horror comedy, you know, we can do a little bit of levity on that program from time to time just go ahead and uh contact me get hold of me i'd love to have him on the show and love to hear him thanks all right folks the last thing for tonight thank you very much for listening i really do appreciate it now again i put this on the last podcast and i'll do it on this one um please uh if if you feel so inclined i do have a support button on the Spotify profile 
You can uh, add your support to help make this podcast better with better equipment, better learning, voice lessons, whatever. Um, Pretty cheap. It's a monthly thing if you want to go for that. If not, um, you know, you can do a one-time gift and leave it at that. Um, Look for the button on Spotify and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.